What's up, nerds? This is Jay and Abel, and this is episode 21 of the Stay Nerdy Podcast. We are two adults who love talking about the latest and greatest in TV, movies, comic books, and everything in between. Ta-da! <laughs> we need a soundboard really bad. <laughs> What's up, man? Not much. How are you? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, eventful, eventful week, I'd say. Holy, yeah, I would say so. Between Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it was quite eventful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and had... the, the past few days, the world's been turned upside down, so. I know, I know. It's, <laughs> it's been, uh, it, it's been a, a, a week. Like, I think, like, what we've witnessed this year alone and what's to come, mm-hmm. like, it's gonna be, like, years from now, it's gonna be, like, beyond monumental history mm-hmm. you know between everything even something that's as like people getting the vaccine like i i got yeah. my second shot saturday and Did let it, me tell you it took you out <laughs> oh my god I, I well when i took it i was hoping in my mind this is how i think maybe they like mixed up the vials and maybe i get the super soldier serum <laughs> 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 And then, so I took it, and no, sadly, I didn't have no superpowers. No. Or anything like that. But, yes, Sunday, I was, like, full-on zombie. Like, I could feel the Wi-Fi tracker chip coursing through my veins. <laughs> and and I just felt, like, horrible, like, on Sunday. But on an up note, I went ahead and I made a very adult purchase. Uh-oh. and um, I, I, And I bought myself a Nintendo Switch. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I promised myself that I would treat myself to one thing this year. And after careful deliberation, a.k.a. asking my wife and <laughs> and talking to her, trying to convince her, even though she was she said yes. But like, I felt like I had to, like, convince her, like, just to get out of my system. Mm-hmm. It's like, and we could do this with it. And we could do that with it. And look at this. And did you know it does this? So, yeah, I got the the second Pfizer shot. Um, I felt like a zombie the next day, and I bought a Nintendo Switch, and that was my my weekend. Is that the equivalent of like kids after they get their shots and they get a lollipop? Pretty much, yeah. That, that's one hundred percent. That was pretty much what it was. <laughs> yeah. So the chip is implanted now. Yeah, the chip is implanted. You know, uh, our, for some reason, our Wi-Fi in the house is much stronger. Go figure. It's like it's like everywhere there's Wi-Fi. Like, whoa, what's going on? Who would have thunk? I know, who would have thunk? But yeah, I mean, I think it was just one day of feeling, me personally, I felt just super tired. But then Monday, I was back at it. I was like, all right, guys, let's let's do this. <laughs> yeah, uh, full speed ahead on the adulting after that, huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Full speed ahead on the adulting and just, just quite a week. Quite the week. What an insane, you know, amazing week it has it has been so far yeah yeah for sure for sure did you watch invincible on friday i did i did (laughs) and i enjoyed it i would say i i was i knew that an episode was coming where it would be like a filler episode Mm -hmm. where not much would happen and this was it Mm -hmm. and it was still enjoyable it was still really good I'm honestly really surprised that I'm still so into it. Like, I was like, oh, you know, it's an animated series. I'm not sure, you know, how into it I'm going to be. I don't know how long it's going to last. No, I'm, like, fully invested, like, full on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's been a while since I've really been into, like, an animated 
you know, series, like mm-hmm. as an as an adult. And I've been hooked since episode one. And this this last one, like I said, not much happened. It was like almost like a side story, but mm-hmm. it was really good. It was just amazing. And uh, we finally found out who Ezra Miller played. <laughs> yes, I was waiting. I was like, wait, but where is he? But but I don't. And I, I heard the voice and it didn't click until after you mentioned it. And I was like, of course, of course, of course, of course. That yeah. Was and yeah. And the only reason I found that is because I, I watch it on my fire stick. And when you pause, when you pause it, like an IMDB screen shows up and it shows like who's on the who's on the screen at the moment. Mm-hmm. And there he was, our very good friend, Ezra Miller. I love and, Ezra. Um, he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like just such a awesome guy and from the interviews you could tell that like he enjoys embraces and bathes <laughs> in knowing like he knows how lucky he is to be doing this and and he's such like, a he, nerd and he nerds out exactly he nerds out <laughs> on it you know like other people are like oh yeah you know this was an opportunity for a, of a lifetime i mm-hmm. enjoy the the role it was challenging he's like could you believe what i'm doing <laughs> he's this like i so have all of these comic books i have them yeah and now i'm in it yeah um i was watching um way back when when you used to have those those things called cons you know you remember those mm-hmm. i was cons, watching yes <laughs> i was watching um one of the interviews or one of the panels from the san diego comic-con and he cosplayed as gandalf to the san yes, diego comic-con and i'm like this fucking dude Oh my yeah. god, I fucking love him. Yeah, I I I absolutely love that about him. And like I mean, he's just you know, he's a powerhouse of an actor, you know, mm-hmm. and and to see him just be just such a goofy, lovable guy that's just like realizes how lucky he has it. And like he you could tell that he's enjoying the moment of of doing what he loves and how much fun it is. And not just that, but like being able to to like play the Flash, to be mm-hmm. in Harry Potter, you know, mm-hmm. in the Harry Potter universe, like he enjoys it and loves it, and yeah, and it was so it was so cool to see his character play out throughout the series and or throughout that episode. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's just so good. I mean, he's in in everything I've seen him in, he's always been like the little shining star. Yeah. He's just good at everything he does. He's great. I absolutely love him. And he's such an like he's such an emotional actor. Like mm-hmm. you can tell that he's one of those that when they cry, it's not a Hollywood cry. Like Yeah, they cry. Like mocos and everything. Like he's he's got like the straight up the snot like, bubbles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's got like the, the straight up real cry that mama whooped my ass too hard and now I can't breathe cry. Exactly. There's a sneak scene in the Snyder cut where it's him talking with um, Aquaman mm-hmm. and it's like out of the entire movie it's my favorite scene because Ezra plays it like he's just talking personal with just someone normal like it was just it was TikTok when they do show me a scene of, of acting that you forgot was acting mm-hmm. like it was just watching someone talk to someone casually like ah oh, he's just awesome yeah, yeah, he's he's just good at everything he does. I absolutely love him. I know that he's gotten like hate and a lot of bullshit in the past, but he's just he's just so damn good. I can't I can't hate him for anything. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna happen. But then so much a lot happened. Like you know, um, the girlfriend pretty much got tired of his bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
you know, when they went to the college campus, which makes me question, okay, so Omni-Man has no mask. <laughs> None and at all. And then, what is it? As an element girl, his friend that goes to high school, she has no mask. Right. And, like, nobody recognizes them. And, like, <laughs> this guy just this guy just can't be like, hey, guess what? I'm invincible. This is why I, you know, I had to bail. You it's know, but the goggles. Still, it's yeah, the goggles. But, but let's, you know. It has to be. I mean, look at Clark Kent. Nobody can tell because he's got glasses exactly. on. Yeah. Jesus. But it, it was it was an awesome episode, Um, you know, especially when uh, – we got to see like his best friend, you know, go over to see his his boyfriend or his love interest. Oh my god, I felt so bad when they brought him down into the sewers. I was like, no. I, know. I was like, no, not my friend. <laughs> Can't he just have snake things? God. I know. Like he just like, wanted to wake up with his boyfriend, damn it. Why must you make everything that I love? <laughs> yeah, it was I mean, it was so fucked up though. I was like, Oh God! They're so graphic in this damn series. Yeah. It's so gross, and I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, this is it, disgusting! It's... I can't stop watching. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love it. You know, when he slit the guy's throat, that way he wouldn't oh. talk. I was like, what? Yeah, is when he this? pulled out his vocal cords, I was like, that's so yes. fucked up. I fucking love it. I know. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with me? Why do I like this? <laughs> right. Sometimes I wonder, like. Especially like in movies when they're like such a total mind fuck and I, I like I get so excited about it and after it's over I'm like, why am I like this? I know Who am I? I? Think it, <laughs> why do I like this? When American Psycho came out in the theaters, I was like the only one that clapped certain and like I would do the <laughs> clap and the what? And I think I was the only one and people were looking at me like, What the fuck is up with this guy? I don't know. It's like American Psycho gave me nightmares. <laughs> Because I'm not like I'm not the type of person that's afraid. Like I'm not afraid of ghosts. I'm not afraid of witches or vampires or werewolves or zombies. Like whatever. I'm afraid of real world shit. Like yeah. I'm afraid of crazy ass white dudes with chainsaws. Yeah, like that that shit uh, could uh, happen. <laughs> yeah, a Patrick a Patrick Bateman can happen. I yeah. watched the movie first, and then I found out there was a book. So I went to the library and I read the book. And the book was so disturbing that I had to like stop reading it. And <laughs> Did you I was have to like, put it in the freezer, like Joey. Yeah, it was scary. It was like <laughs> I was like, like I'm like the library knows the Orange County Library knows that I have this book. They're gonna track me down <laughs> because this book is so vile and disgusting and disturbing. And like I'm gonna get in trouble. And like I stopped reading it. And like a year and a half later, I. I ended up buying it, and then I finished it, and I was like, "Wow." Yeah, I don't. I don't want to read that. That's not a book that I can read. It. I think I've nope. only seen American Psycho once, and once is enough. I'm good. I've seen it a few times. Do not read the book. Do not read the book. Like I said, yeah. if anything, um, and and enjoy the the violence within the Prime Video series, Invincible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Go I ahead think and that's do enough. That. That's enough. That's all I need. But all in I'm all, fine. a good a good episode. Uh, the episode. Um, finally catches up with the with Omni Man, knowing that his wife is 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 up to his bullshit. Ooh, that fuck you, Nolan came from deep yep. down within. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he like punched he like punched the wall. I'm like, oh, you mm-hmm. you're sleeping on the couch tonight. 
<laughs> I uh, how many episodes do we have left? Like, is it a full on like twelve or eight episodes? So I think we got two more. Yeah, oh, so I think man. this this yeah this episode was I think let's see this episode was number six I believe so we got two. I just I, I just want more. I hate all these short damn freaking series. Like, give me a full so, season. So we need. I'm telling you, twenty four episodes. Give me twenty four <laughs> episodes. Two hours each. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just greedy. I'm greedy like that. Like, six episodes isn't enough. Um, oh, have you seen Ingrid Goes West? By the no, way? you told me about it. And it's on my, it's on, I put it on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard, even before you told me about it, I've heard really good things about it. And lots of Oscar buzz. But I've heard it's really, really good. It was, it, I wasn't sure what to expect, but it has Aubrey Plaza, which I absolutely love. Oh, yes. And, yes. Yeah. And Elizabeth Olsen and Wyatt Russell. Um, it, it's just, it's a whole lot of, I don't even know how to explain it. It's a whole lot of secondhand embarrassment while you're watching. <laughs> yes. um, and Ice Cube's son isn't it? I can't remember his name to save my life. Uh, oh, my oh God. Shade Jackson Jr. Yes, 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 yes. He's also in it. Um, Aubrey Plaza plays this girl that becomes obsessed with um, this really popular Instagrammer, uh, quote unquote influencer. Yeah, so she moves like basically across the country to California and starts stalking her <laughs> pretty much. Uh, finagles her oh. way into being her friend. Okay, you know what? For some reason, <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, wow, Janice is really into this movie. And I, I was thinking Nomadland with Frances McDormand about a woman in her 60s that travels across the state in an RV. <laughs> and then no. just now, when when you said the plot, I'm like, shit, I was way off. Way so you're off. thinking of a totally different movie. <laughs> was, this whole time, this whole time, I was thinking of something else. But yes, yes, yes. Now I can when just... you said the plot. <laughs> when you said the plot, the started turning. I'm like, shit, Abel, that was the wrong movie you're thinking of. Yes. I can yeah, just but... imagine you watching the other movie and us trying to have a conversation with like, that's not what happens. Did I and miss the funny thing is, I the only the funny thing is I almost watched it just to get prepared and, and <laughs> I wasn't able to. It's a good but thing yes, you but, did it. <laughs> yes, but Inger Girls West. Yes, it's all coming back to me now. It's got Ari Plaza and um everyone's favorite lovable um anti-villain Wyatt Russell. Yeah, and Elizabeth Olsen, and um, I think, uh, I can't remember her name either, the girl who plays Mantis, she's also in it. It's a really yeah, good what's movie. what's her name? Palm something. I know her first name is Palm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little Mantis. Little Mantis girl. That one. Yeah, <laughs> Mantis. So, yeah. okay, so you know what? So, yes, so, yes, I, I now let me take out the other movie and replace it with Ingrid Goes West. <laughs> Oh, I think you would have had such a, a way different experience than you were supposed to if you watched another movie. <laughs> like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Why is everybody going on and on about this? I don't understand. Where was Aubrey oh. Plaza? Where is she? I know. And, and and she's she's like a really good actress. I loved her in, in Parks and Recreation. 
Mm-hmm. She's in um, a, a show called Legion, and 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 she plays one of the main villains, and she's awesome in that. So I ha- yes, I would I have to. I would I have to that. catch up on Legion. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, Jay Jay was like going on and on and on about it, and I was like, all right, it's on my queue, and I just haven't gotten to it yet. But I love Aubrey yeah. Plaza. I will watch her yeah. in anything. My very good friend, um, Emma. She is from Delaware, and she said that she went to high school with Ari Plaswa. Mm-hmm. Like way back in the day, I was like, "Oh wow!" Is she always like How- that, awkward and sarcastic? I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I love it. So, I, but yeah, so yeah, so I'll definitely, I'll definitely swap the titles and add that to my list. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we totally should have done that though, because I can just imagine. <laughs> I can just imagine I, how that conversation would go. Be like, uh, um, no, yeah, I would just stay quiet. Um, I'd be like, yeah, that was some great cinematography. <laughs> she, they really nailed it, that O'Shea Jackson. <laughs> so, so lost. I love it. Um, yeah. And then you said you watched um, a movie with Sebastian Stan. I did. So Sebastian Stan has this new movie called Monday, and there's a lot of buzz going on and on and on about it because he does full frontal in this movie. Hey, which which he totally does, but it's only like four seconds, so it's like not even worth it. I mean, it was long enough, but it's not like a, a huge scene. <laughs> it's, it's better. It's better. I'm sure it's better than two seconds. I'm like, like four seconds is better than no seconds. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was actually okay. So, <laughs> it it would. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. How do, <laughs> how do I explain this movie? Um, it was not a bad movie, but it was a bad ending. I can't even say that it was a bad ending because it was like a very abrupt. Like, okay, the movie's happening, the movie's happening, it's going, it's going, going, and then it stops. That's it, it's over. Wow. It's like one of those, you're like, wait, what? And then you see credits, and you're like, huh, what? Huh, hold up a second. Like, what What do you mean? What, it's over? How does it, it, it What? Yeah. It's one it's, of those, like, m- mega arts, artistic movies where they just like, you know what? I'm going to yeah. end it. I'm yeah, it's a it. very indie, artsy type of film. He plays an American DJ that's living in Greece. He meets this American uh, immigration attorney, I think she is, in the movie, who's just gone through, like, a bad breakup. It's New Year's Eve. They meet and they kiss before they even know each other's name. They end up in, like, this whirlwind, weird relationship. Sebastian is adorable throughout the whole thing. It's in Greece. It's beautiful. The scenery is gorgeous. The way it's shot is completely beautiful. But that ending, I'm like, what? It just kind of leaves you like dangling for a while. Like, did I just wait? What did I miss? Is there a part two? Is there an after credits scene? Like, I waited till the credits were over. I'm like, is this how it ends? Like, seriously? It just ends. That's it. Is there there an after credits scene? No, there's nothing. It's just done. I'm like, all right then. Okay, I see why this is not mainstream. All right, cool. And where did you, where were you able to watch this um, cinematic golden nugget? Um, I uh, rented it through Amazon. Okay. So I paid a whole, you know, six bucks. Hey, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I it mean, wasn't bad. I mean, it was raining. It was just kind of like a soggy type of weekend. Didn't really feel like doing anything. So yeah, and it's good. It's good to switch it up. It's like, you know what? Let me watch something that's not about 
um, superheroes getting the shit kicked out of each other <laughs> and, and, and watch something like the adult that I am should be watching. And, mm-hmm. it, and just you know, watch, you know, Sebastian stand on a scooter completely naked. Exactly. Why not? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and to think he was the young boy that that was in the in the hip movie, The Covenant. About, oh my god <laughs> about like all the boys that had like witch powers or some shit like that i remember watching that when it came out i was uh-huh. like what is this <laughs> honestly like it it's one of those like bad movies that you can't look away from exactly like you're, like, like you're watching it and you're like god this movie sucks but you keep watching it yeah for whatever I, I, reason <laughs> listen i definitely got my blockbuster money out of it i i rented it on blockbuster it's like shit i am watching this dvd in its entirety this it's like the craft but for for like boys exactly exactly that's exactly what it was it was the boys version of the craft (laughs) (laughs) oh god he's he's definitely come a long way he's come a long way from little witch boy to winter soldier that he has good for him i'm so happy for him (laughs) i i I gotta go ahead and send him a a a letter just saying you know what sebastian go you Mm-hmm. Sincerely yours, the Stay Nerdy Podcast. <laughs> we need to send him a fruit basket. Yeah, a nice fruit basket. Like, like hey, you know that four seconds of full frontal? Well worth it, sir. Here you go. Have a pineapple. <laughs> have, have all the fruits. Pineapple, apples, bananas. And that's about all we could afford at the moment. Here's some trail mix for sharing your twig and berries. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nate and his name brand trail mix, too. Okay. Not n- not the greater value shit. <laughs> oh, God. Um, actually, speaking of troll mix, uh, nuts.com. This is not a plug, guys. We're not getting paid for this. So, like, <laughs> if yeah, you guys are into different types of, like, snacks, I did venture out and order, like, different trail mixes from nuts.com. There is a Cinnabon, a cinnamon bun trail mix that I bought a one pound bag of and the bag is halfway <laughs> gone. The bag's halfway gone because it's delicious. So a one pound bag. <laughs> Did you ever order that Turkish delight from Amazon? It's on my, I have it on my, I have to order a few more things and like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to order like one more thing to get like a promotional credit because that's who I am now. <laughs> so <laughs> as soon as I figure out what I really need in the house, then I'll begin at Turkish delight. I'm sure you can get some like caulking for the bathroom or something. That you, yeah, I'm, you know? I'm sure there's something caulking, some nails, or uh, uh, I'm sure screws, something. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, something I'll useful. It, I'll make it happen this weekend. Yeah, buy a new hammer. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode five. Wow. Holy shit. Holy shit. Well, Holy talk shit. about. I was really worried on how they're going to tie up these loose ends. Mm-hmm. And they did a phenomenal job doing that with with Bucky, with Sam, with Isaiah, with John, with Zemo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They tied it up into a beautiful bow. Mm-hmm. There's then, only one thing missing. Yep, exactly. And then they placed that bow like on a gift. And like, here you go, guys. Enjoy mm-hmm. this episode. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I mean, you talk about emotional roller coaster. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. This was this was a a huge one. Yeah, a huge one. Yeah, I mean the they. I mean they wasted no time, which is something that I love about 
the show is that they don't waste your time. I mean, as much as I loved WandaVision, they spare us the 10 minutes of credits. Like, they just get right into it. Like, hey, this is yeah. exactly where we left off. Here we go. Exactly. Um, it starts with it starts with him running. Like, yeah. with John Walker, like, running. Like, shit, I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I it's almost like, like, he's, he's really trying to convince himself that he did nothing wrong. <laughs> like, homie, you yeah, are and, losing it. And that was... That was the creepiest part when he's like, all right, let's get to work. Yeah, like he's like, kind like of talking to himself and kind of shaking his head, like kind of twitching yeah. like, oh, he's he's full roid raging now. Yeah, like it was like, oh, my God, like, dude, you, you, do you not realize what you just did? Like, there's no there's no going to work. I, I'm going to need you to clock out <laughs> and give me your badge, your mm-hmm. vest. Homie, there is no more work. You 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 are on sabbatical, sir. Yeah, indefinitely. <laughs> oh my yeah, god, it, insane! Yeah. yeah, it was just insane. And then just that fight between them three, and it shows how much of a badass Sam is. Mm-hmm. That you know he has no super soldier serum, mm-hmm. and, and he's keeping up with them, man. Punch for punch. He's keeping up. He's keeping up. If it was me, I'll be like, you know what, guys, I'm gonna set this one out. <laughs> You're going to pull a Zemo and just pour yourself yep. a brandy and step back. Be like, yep, y'all got this, right? Okay. Yep, but not Sam, man. Sam was like, all right, shit, I guess I'm in this. And he's like doing Falcon shit really cool, mm-hmm. using his, his the wings for mm-hmm. for self-defense and, and, and off-defense. I don't even know if that's even a term, but let's just say it is. <laughs> offense? But, oh my, yeah, offense. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> off-defense. It, it yeah, it was amazing. It was, it was a really cool scene just to see them letting John Walker know that he's had it. That's it, man. You, you are done. Yeah, that whole double team scene is such a, it's such a callback to Civil War. Yes. When Steve and Bucky were teaming up on, on Tony. Yeah. I mean, was... like, they're so good about drawing those parallels. Yeah. And, and they even use the same background music. Yes, you're right. Did you notice? Did you notice? Like, I was oh. wondering, yes. Yeah, it, it always, like, all of, all of these things sound so familiar. They seem so familiar. And then when I go back and think about it, I'm like, holy shit, they even used the same background music. It was actually, yeah, you're, you're right. Now, I wonder, is John Walker stronger than than Bucky? That's what, I mean, okay, so I'm glad that I'm not the only one that noticed this, right? Like, Bucky seems either he's weaker or he's really holding back. Yeah. Right? I'm not the only one that noticed that, right? I'm like looking around. There's nobody in the room. (laughs) Who am I looking at? Yeah, because this is the Winter Soldier. Yeah. For 80 years, he was the world's best assassin, basically. Yeah, and even when he was fighting those super soldiers and the flashback in Civil War, Mm -hmm. he was still like, you know, holding his own. So it makes you wonder, this guy that created the super soldier serum, did he tweak it where it makes people stronger? Because John Walker seemed pretty strong. Well, okay. So they were talking about how it supposedly makes you more of who you are, right? And he was already yeah. becoming a little unhinged and a little, like, not all there before the serum. Yeah. So this serum is putting him into full roid rage mode. And if you've ever seen a guy roid rage out. And it's insane. It's like it's like adrenaline times ten. So I'm wondering if that's why he seems stronger. Is the way that they tweaked it because we obviously don't have the original because Doctor no. Erskine was killed. Yeah, and it's not the same serum that Hydra was using, right? Yeah. So it's like a it's it's like um it's a it's, hybrid. It's like a very, yeah, it's, it's like a hybrid. 
So yeah. it's not exactly the same. Yeah, but John definitely seemed to be a lot stronger, especially in this episode. But yeah, um, it was just it was just amazing to see him just lose his shit when Sam was like, "We need that shield back." You know, <laughs> he said that, and I cringed. I was like, Ugh, ah, "Yeah, too soon, too soon," because <laughs> that's when he really lost his shit. Like, yeah, I think he may have been able to talk him down, but then he had to bring up the shield. I was like, I know. Oh, Oh, Sam, that. that's, that's twice now. First, you put your damn phone out on airplane mode, <laughs> and now you go straight for the shield. God damn it, Sam. You, Rookie mistakes, you gotta, Sam. Rookie mistakes. Yeah, you got to ease your way into it. You got to ease your way into <laughs> it, because look what happened. Yeah, like he was doing great when he was trying to talk Carly down. What happened here, Sam? Trigger yeah. words. Trigger words. And, and then the whole fight ensues, and then they're fighting, and then like he gets knocked out, and then Bucky gets knocked out when his arm falls yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Like, Bucky, this is not the time to hold back. Like, I get it that you're not in full-blown killing machine mode, but you need to switch that that switch back. back on because this is not the time to hold back. Yeah, I wonder, because the whole time that he was a badass killer, he mm -hmm. was, quote-unquote, the Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was never Bucky Barnes from Brooklyn. Right. And and now that he's Bucky Barnes, you know, from Brooklyn, I, I, I wonder if because he's not in Winter Soldier mode, if that really holds him back from, like, being able to fight the way he used to fight. Because it's pretty much two different people living oh, in, in, totally. in their body. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess, I guess maybe that's part of what those trigger words did. Maybe it, in his mind, it triggered the quote unquote unstoppable mode. So he just didn't believe that he could be stopped because he just, if we look back at Winter Soldier or Civil he was unstoppable. Yeah, he was. He, he just kept going and going and going. You couldn't stop him. And he, I mean, his arm shorted out. <laughs> One thing I really liked in that scene was when Sam had the shield and he's wiping the blood off the shield. Oh my God. Yeah. He looked so frantic to get the blood off. Yeah. Like for me, it was like, for me, Sam realized what he had. Mm -hmm. what he gave up and like he almost he like in his mind he, he's thinking i almost lost this like i almost lost this honor of having the shield mm -hmm. and now there's blood in it so i need to get rid I, I i gotta clean this up like like this is a legacy that was passed on to me and mm -hmm. i you know foolishly let it go yeah i and feel I, like should... in that moment he was maybe thinking like oh my god what would steve say if he saw blood on the shield yeah exactly exactly it was it was a great scene, and I mean I don't know about anybody else, but the sound of them breaking uh, Walker's arm when they were taking the shield. Oh was my so god! Satisfying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just seen it now made me cringe a little bit. Uh, the crack! I was like, oh, yep. arms don't bend that way. Oh, oh. Yeah, that was that was just odd. That was just so weird. Yeah, that that crunch. I was like, oh, that arm's done. That's it. Fight's over. <laughs> yep, uh, fight's over. Uh, they walk away. You know, mm -hmm. and then Sam gives up his his wings to Torres. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Uh huh. Yep. We're definitely getting a uh, little baby falcon. Yeah. Nudge, nudge. Uh -huh. That was that was a pretty cool cool send off. You know, a little a little expect something to happen in the near future on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's just like with uh, the whole Eli thing. Like, I love how they're just kind of like. You know, sliding those little things in here and there, like, hey, in case you didn't notice. <laughs> yes, 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we go into the whole Eli thing, uh, mm-hmm. John Walker and his trial. Oh, my God. I mean, let's be real. Did anybody actually think that he wasn't going to get off with just a slap on the wrist? Like, come on. We saw that. No, coming. yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we had talked about it on Jay's podcast. Mm-hmm. Where I where I had said I don't I wouldn't be surprised if something happens where they either arrest him or they let him or they just you know get rid of him but someone comes mm-hmm. to like recruit him in some way shape or form mm-hmm. and it, I had said I had said Thunderbolt Ross and and sure enough it wasn't it was Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> I really wish that she would have done the Elaine dance walking in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I, 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 like, I mean, she is such an amazing actress, and to know that she's part of the MCU now. Mm-hmm. It's so, so cool. I know, I know that her character has had different aliases or different roles. She's mainly known as Madame Hydra. Yes. Um. So I'm wondering. Like, all right, which direction are we going to take her? Are they going to make her a hybrid of all of those all wrapped up into one? Because I know in the comics, she was also um, a love interest of Nick Fury. It it could be. So she plays like Valentina. um, What was it? Uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Mm -hmm. And in the comic book, she's like a, a spy. Um, like way back in the day with Shield, mm-hmm. and and she was like Nick Fury's like uh, uh, boo, <laughs> pretty much. His and boo. then yeah, and like so she was like a spy, and then like I guess she went rogue. Like I have never really heard of her, mm-hmm. and I love that that Marvel's really reaching into these lesser known characters. Mm-hmm. Like they're really thinking outside the box, which I love. So yeah. like Im- immediately when the episode was over, I went on Wikipedia. I'm like, who is this lady? But yeah, she used to be like um, like an ex Shield agent, and mm-hmm. then she started working for Hydra. Um, you know, people are saying that she might be uh, Madame Hydra, but I see that she's gonna be creating some sort of I don't know um, task force that that's not government approved, mm-hmm. and she'll have John Walker lead that group. Cough, cough, thunderbolts. <laughs> 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 I'm just I'm so excited to see where things are gonna go. I'm I'm so freaking excited. I'm glad I mean it doesn't matter what role she plays, Julia Louis Dreyfus kills every single character she yeah. has ever played. So I'm confident she could play the ice cream lady from down the street and she'll be the baddest ass ice cream lady that we have ever seen. When I was a kid, I used I would watch her on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> um, way yeah. back when but you know um she was amazing of course uh seinfeld mm-hmm. um a few episodes of curb your enthusiasm um she played the lady that was that was never blind on <laughs> development um so i mean she's just a, a a really really good actress so i'm excited to see where where they're going to take her I'm yeah. excited, you know, what they're going to do with Zemo now that he's been taken by uh, Wakanda to the raft. Ooh, boy. He's just lucky that they didn't whoop his ass. He is just lucky that I they know. did not completely beat him the hell down. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I love how they left his story. Like, yep, they took him, right? And they took him and he was fully, you know, he accepted what, what he did was wrong. And he was like, all right. 
yep, this is my time to go. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see what they're going to do with his character next now. Like, I'm, I'm glad they didn't kill him off. I'm really I know. glad they didn't kill him off. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I mean, it's just like, this is like the biggest difference between him and John Walker. John Walker is the most unlikable piece of shit. And Zemo's supposed to be a villain, but I can't hate him. No, yeah. I, you know, I just can't. He held no grudges with anyone. He was like, yeah, I did what I did. You know, and now I have to face the consequences. Yeah, and... it was almost like he was he was ready to die. Like when Bucky held up the gun, he didn't flinch. He was ready to go. Yep. Um, and then and then Bucky did the old the gun is not loaded trick. <laughs> Oldest trick in the book. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm I'm glad they didn't get rid of him. I was like, no, 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 no. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, good. I, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. Don't 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 kill him off. No, and then everything took a turn when Sam went to go visit Isaiah. Oh, my God. Uh, when I saw him walking down the street holding the shield and I knew what he was about to do, the tears just started. Yeah. I just already knew. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Here we go. I think going to have that talk. <laughs> so, like, just tears started welling up right yeah. away because I knew that that was going to be such a tragic story. Uh, like, a few things ran through my mind. First of all, I said, does Buck, does Sam not have a car? Or, like, and <laughs> no, like, he's is there, broke, remember? <laughs> but is there like a bus stop that's like off camera? Because every time they show them walking, it's down the same street. Seriously. So, so, so I picture like a like a bus stop off camera, but man, when Sam sat down with him and he was like, "Nope, I don't want that shield." Mm-hmm. And then he oh. brought out the he brought out the pictures of oh, oh my god, I saw oh, the pictures of his wife, and he uh, that story is completely tragic. It like, is. Uh, I mean, the parallels between that and the Tuskegee Airmen is so. Yeah. I mean, it it's just it, it's so dead on. And I'm so, uh, all right. So there's so many people, very specific types of people (laughs) who denied that this show was taking on the, the tones of the real life tones of racism. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing to me that after this episode, there are still people sitting there claiming, Oh, they're just forcing it down everybody's throats. Why are they forcing the racism? Like, are you okay? First of all, the creators of this show have stated more than once. Kevin Feige himself has mentioned more than once that Falcon and Winter Soldier would be taking on real-world issues such as racism in America. Yeah. So you know, Ugh. it's in a world where people get bombarded by gamma rays and turn into rampaging hoaxes mm-hmm. in a world where there's, um, you know, Dr. Strange's where in a world where a man can build uh, a suit out of armor, mm-hmm. you know, and, and all these amazing things that happen, there's still racism mm-hmm. in, in, in the MCU. And yes, and then it, it translates into what happened to Isaiah. Yeah. I mean, what happened to Isaiah is just, it's, it's beyond... It's beyond criminal. I mean, yeah. Uh, and I know that. I don't know, man. I just. I wonder if they're gonna dig deeper into his backstory. Are yeah, they? I, I, mean, I think so. I, I think so. I, I th- he's such a great character, and the way they've developed him, there's no way that he's like a two episode. And you know, and um, I think I believe Kevin Feige said 
um, expect to see more of him, like his story to be to to resonate throughout the MCU. So, you know, I would love to see more about that. I would love to see a flashback, but then I would like to see him, you know, like his nephew, you know, mm-hmm. go ahead and carry and, and carry that on in some way, his shape, gr- or form. His grandson. Was his grandson or his nephew? Yeah. His, yeah, his grandson. Eli's his grandson. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Um, I know that they're still in talks of whether or not they're going to do a season two of Falcon and Winter Soldier. If they do a second season, it better be dealing with Isaiah. That's yeah. what I want to see. I We already know that Young Avengers is coming. So that's not going to be like, you know, anything that's going to happen right away. But if they are going to do a second season, I want to see that Isaiah story. Yeah, like I said, it was just so heartbreaking. We're talking about his wife and um, I was sitting next to my wife when we were watching it. And like he's crying, and then like and like all I wanted to do was just tell my wife, like, oh my god, I I, I would never let anybody separate us, no no matter if I was a super soldier. <laughs> but I was kind of tired, so I just kept it to myself. <laughs> so you told her in your mind, in my in my verbally. in my heart, I told her all of that. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's I mean, just it's tragic. Like they locked him it, up for thirty years. They told her that he was dead. They didn't give him her. Le- oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's tragic on 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 all so many levels, and then you know to see. I guess everyone has their own version of what to do with the shield, right? So like mm-hmm. Zemo had his had his version, Walker had his distorted version, mm-hmm. Bucky, you know Isaiah, and it, you know it was really up to Sam to take his own advice and Steve's mm-hmm. advice and and do what was right for him because Isaiah was yeah. Don't do it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm black, and look what happened. Do you think that they're gonna treat you any other any differently? Mm-hmm. And for a second, Sam took that to heart. And then later on in the episode, we see that Sam, you know, said, "You know what? I'm gonna follow my own path mm-hmm. and do and do what's right." Yeah, I mean, when he said, "Do you think that they'll ever let a black man be Captain America?" That like, I know yeah. how many people that resonated with. You know, because he said it. He's like, you know, you're not the blonde-haired, blue-eyed standard. And, you know, do you think? I I know that, that this country is not ready for a black Captain America, which is exactly why it needs to happen. And I think that's what Steve knew. Like, mm-hmm. like Steve knew. Like, Steve wasn't owned by the government. Steve was Captain America. He did it. He worked on his own, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it wasn't really what the government needs it's it's what the world what what the world needs and i think steve is the one that saw that in sam yeah and and why he said this belongs to you now you know it it, it isn't what the, what does the government think it's and the and the long run what did steve rogers think right right um it which which it goes back to the differences between him and walker yeah like you never heard steve refer to himself as captain america it was always no. i'm steve rogers and yeah. every time fucking Wonder Bread introduced himself to anybody, <laughs> it was, I'm Captain America, but I'm Captain America. Like, he kept reverting back to that. I'm like, this dude is psycho. He yeah. needs a timeout in a dark room with a warm little white jacket yeah, <laughs> by exactly. himself. Like, exactly. he's, he's Steve, psycho. Psycho! Steve, Steve was a good person with a good heart. Mm-hmm. Um, John was a good soldier who had the weight of the world and the greatest responsibility on his shoulders mm-hmm. mixed with him being douchey. So <laughs> it was a horrible combination. Steve was nothing but heart. Yeah. 
and and that's why he did so good. You know, yeah. that's why he did so good. And then luckily the episode took a little upswing and it, it became a little bit more lighthearted where we see Sam, you know, macking it to, I mean, Bucky macking it to Sam's sister. <laughs> Man, I don't know because I watched it again earlier and she actually said something to him first. I don't know if anybody noticed where like she saw him. She was like, oh, hey. And he like oh. looked up. And smiled. He said, "I'm Bucky," and she's that's like, that's... "Sarah." I'm like, oh, "She made the first move. It was her." It that's was right. It was Sarah yeah. all along. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But yeah, but that that whole that whole that whole scene was just so uplifting. After you know the emotional roller coaster of seeing them take away the shield from John, John losing his shit, mm-hmm. these um, um, Zemo being taken away, Isaiah's heartbreaking story. It was nice to see this community get together for you know sam's family yeah and, and to see everyone pitching together and then working on the boat mm-hmm. and the, just the banter between sam and bucky was was amazing that was great um them throwing the shield around like it was like a football it was like just two bros just two, <laughs> just two bros drinking heineken's that that blossoming bromance was great yeah, yeah. um and bucky found his smile again man yeah he did like he was sleeping on the couch. He wasn't sleeping on the floor. Yep. Yep. He was sleeping on the floor. I mean, on, on the couch, you know, uh, Sam's nephews. Mm-hmm. And what really hit me, which made me emotional, was seeing his littlest nephew look at the shield in amazement. When he was thinking, tracing the star. Yeah. It, and to me, it was like, man, my uncle is Captain America. Like, like if, if he's if, legit, Uncle Sam. Yeah, yeah, he's legit. <laughs> he, he is Uncle Sam. Yeah, you know, and and just think like what that little boy was thinking. Like, man, like someday I could be Captain America if my uncle could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know I could do it. Like that to me was just that scene alone was just stunning. Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah, that was a sweet scene. And why why do they always pick the cutest kids to like? <laughs> Pluck those little heartstrings. I'm like, damn it, fuck these it kids. Was, but he's cute. It, it was plucked, right? <laughs> it was definitely plucked. It's like, come on, man. They did the same thing to me in Endgame with Tony's little girl. I'm like, God damn it. Did she have to be so damn cute? God. <laughs> oh. it's, like, it's like, oh, uh, what's your favorite food? Cheeseburgers. It's like, oh, oh God. Your dad like cheeseburgers. Like, oh my God, why? Stop, please. <laughs> Man, fuck these kids. Fuck all fuck those these kids. kids. I don't care burgers. if they're cute. God damn it. Fuck. Oh, yeah. I mean, they just this this episode was so great. And then like the the montage of Sam Shining. Oh, Did you I, I notice? Have it, <laughs> I have it, I have it on my notes. I got I, I on my notes I put the most badass training scene montage ever created. Not only that, but did you notice how when he was jogging, he left room on his left? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> again, again, when they hit you again, like Ugh, again right with those emotions, man, with those emotional punches right in the heart. Yeah, because I mean, and I've noticed like throughout each episode, at some point, you see. Oh, God damn it. God fucking damn it, Marvel. Uh, so like, I was noticing through like each episode, there were a lot of scenes where you would see Sam, but he wasn't centered. There was always room on his left. And oh, in yeah. one scene, I think it was episode three, 
when they were talking to Zemo. I can't remember if it was episode three or four. Um, Sam was sitting down talking to Zemo and they showed him and Sam was off to the side and you see Bucky in the background, but he's on his left. Oh, God, wow. He's always on his left. God damn it's, it. It's those, it's those genius, you know, that that director really knew what she was doing. Not just having them act, but like, I'm going to mm-hmm. place you here for a specific reason. Exactly. It's so, like, it's so purposeful. And there's a lot of times when people don't, I didn't pick it up the first time around. It's always in rewatching. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Why is Sam never centered? Why? He always has room on his left. Yeah. Oh, Genius. Oh, oh, God. Oh, Genius. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the whole training montage with Sam, he's, he's getting a hang of how to handle that shield the same way Steve yeah. did. So then he opens that box from Wakanda. I know. And then, boom, credits. I'm excited to see the the favor that they did for Bucky. I, I want, I'm excited to see what the suit looks like. Yeah. I can't wait to see what it looks like. Um, also side note, she was in it for maybe three seconds. Sharon. I'm telling are, you, are we totally she, convinced that she's a power broker now? She, she has to be the power broker. Why would she let, um, French guy, uh, John Luke, whatever the fuck his name is. But, <laughs> George St. Pierre. <laughs> yeah, George St. Pierre out, out and and go after the the uh, Flag Smashers. Is he going after the Flag Smashers or is he going after Falcon? I don't know. In, because in, if, in my... she's, if she's serving up Sam, damn, homegirl is full-blown turned heel. Like, what? Yeah, I, 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 in my mind, I wouldn't be surprised if he's alluding that he's after Sam, but he's really in to get them since they did the power broker dirty. I, I don't know, man. Like, if he's going after Sam and Sharon's the one that served him up like that. Yeah, that yo, is dirty. Yo, That's Sharon. Awesome. Sharon, come outside. I just want to talk. I know. <laughs> I just want to talk. My hand's behind my back. I ain't gonna hurt you. just want to talk. <laughs> That's some fucked up shit. That's fucked but up, bro. Like, he I didn't know. do it. It wasn't his fault. I, yeah, it was it was definitely surprising, and I love how they are playing this. Is she? Isn't she? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and I love it. This is what I live for. Yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, talk to me about that after credit scene. Oh, the most incredible <laughs> DIY video ever! <laughs> hey, I'm John Walker, and I'm going to show you how to make your own Captain America shield with nothing but metal and a hammer. And don't forget to click like on my true YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Like, it was insane. I loved it. Like, all you need is a hubcap and <laughs> the the thirst for revenge. <laughs> the thirst for revenge. Oh, oh my. Yeah. At first, like, I he's... was like, hold up. They better not be tarnishing Tony's hammering sound by using it on this douche. They better not. They better not. <laughs> and then they showed what he was doing. I was like, oh, fuck. Here we go. It's all yeah, he's lost. Yeah, he's lost it. Like he thinks he's he's Captain. Like, he still thinks he's Captain America. Like he's mm-hmm. like he's he's gone crazy, and I love it. And yeah. one, I didn't. I never knew he was so crafty. <laughs> Five minute craft. Yeah, like man, this guy was hammering shit. Mm-hmm. He was like welding stuff. The the spray paint technique was flawless. Yeah, I just oh, I don't know, man. This last episode. Thoughts on it's the last episode. Good. What are your predictions? Ooh, 
um, um, let me see. I, I predict the the suit is gonna be like a combination of his of his um, Falcon mixed with Captain America. I, mm-hmm. I I just I just feel that. Um, I think this is the last that we saw of John Walker for now, and I think um, I think the French guy is gonna go ahead and double cross the Flag Smashers. Okay, so you don't think that we're gonna see Walker in the last episode? I don't think I don't think so. I think I think this is like the last we see of him for now. Mm-hmm. Keyword for now. For now. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, <laughs> it was just so good. Uh, they did a phenomenal job with this episode. I know that a lot of us were wondering, like, if they were ever going to take the whole racism issue with Isaiah, like, head on. I'm satisfied with how they did it. Yeah, um, me too. I know a lot of other people were finally like, it's about damn time. Um, I hope they don't back off of issues like this. I, I'm glad that I, I love the way they did it. It's tasteful. Got the yeah. point across in your face. I'm glad that it made some people uncomfortable. Exactly. It, some people need to be made uncomfortable. It's just you, you got to face facts at some point in life, man. This is what's happening. And it's real world events. Yeah, it, it it's happened. It, mm-hmm. It's happened, and it's happening. You know, it's 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 continuous. And like you said, you know, you have to have these tough conversations and and be able to to face it and be able to talk about it. And you just can't ignore it. Exactly. And, this you, is not the boogeyman. If you ignore yeah. it, it's not going to go away. If you ignore it, it just gets worse. Exactly. And you know, uh, my hats off to Disney, to the whole Falcon Winter Soldier team, to these directors, the writers, the actors. Mm-hmm for doing an amazing job with it Mm -hmm. yeah i'm glad that they that they took it head on i'm glad that they did it the way they did the only thing that i don't like is that there's only one episode left i know (laughs) between that and why do we not do a full one hour episode like an extra 10 15 minutes you could you could fit a lot in there you know you you can fit so much yeah you could fit half a storyline in 10 minutes, man. Come on. Just do us a solid. Make it an hour. Just make it a full 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, do we know what the runtime is for the last episode? I don't think they've mentioned it, have they? I don't think they've mentioned it. And I, ever since WandaVision, I've just stopped following. <laughs> I don't even care. I just want to be in the moment. I just want to just, just be one with the episode. Yeah. WandaVision taught us a lot of lessons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah um touching on this on the real conversations that we have to have um do you think that america is ready for a black cop in america absolutely you think they're ready for it or do you think we need it i i i think both we need it and i and i both think we are ready i think especially with how this past year how outspoken everyone's been mm-hmm. on you know, on on not just the Black Lives Matters movement, but just everything. And I, I one hundred percent think that this it will be an amazing thing to see. You know, this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, do I think America's ready? No, but that's exactly why it needs to happen. Well, you know, America wasn't ready for a black president, and look at that. You know, yeah. it was amazing. America wasn't ready for the first female black Asian um, vice president. And mm-hmm. here we are, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm loving every moment of it. I am too. I am too. Um, I, I just, you know, with everything going on, I, I think 
I mean, yes, we've been more outspoken in the past year or two than maybe in the past, but we need to be even more outspoken. Um, I think this is why stuff like this keeps happening. Mm -hmm. Um, There's not enough people stepping up. There's not enough people speaking out. Like, yeah. Yeah. If you see something wrong, if you can't get involved, pull out that phone and show it to the world. Somebody somewhere will do something. And I think that's why people keep getting away with it. Not enough people are stepping up. Not enough people are saying anything. Um, Look at all of these attacks on Asian people. Like, like where, where are the people? This is done in broad daylight on the street when there's other, why, why are other people letting this happen? Like I, I know myself and yes, I, I am very well aware that sometimes I don't keep my mouth shut when I should. I I know, right? Shocker. Um, But I can't see myself not getting involved if I see somebody being unjustly attacked. I just just can't do it. And I I see these videos and I see, like, you know, these stories on, on, like, TV or, you know, on social media. And it's just, like, it boggles my mind. Like, how do you sit there and watch an 80-year-old lady get beat in the street? Like, what? What? Who the fuck raised you people? Like, yeah. Excuse me? No, I can't. I can't. Um, and there's, um, you're on TikTok. I'm on TikTok. It's an unhealthy obsession. It I is. Know. I know. I waste way too much time on TikTok. Um, a lot of you probably follow Straw Hat Goofy on TikTok. I he's, started following him because of you. He's amazing. I love him. Yeah. I love him. He's one yeah. of my favorite creators. He's a super dork. I love it. He's such a nerd. He's into all things comics and TV and movies and geek culture. And he's great. So good at everything he does. And he's been getting targeted so much lately with all of these racist morons, like gaslighting him and harassing him and sending him hate comments and straight up calling him the N-word just for expressing his opinions on things. And I just... It's insane to me. Like, how dare you? How dare you? Like, what is wrong with you people? He was one of the first people to point out, hey, this is what, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier is about. They are taking on these issues with black people living in America and the things that they have to face on a daily basis. And there were so many people putting it on him, like, not everything's about race. And this show doesn't have anything to do about race. And why do they have to involve, you know, things about race in this show? It's like, did you, have you, do you even know who Stan Lee is? Like, do you, have you people ever picked up a comic book? Like, they're pissed off because they're putting real world issues into the show. Hey, hi, have you met the X-Men? Do you not know anything about anything? Like, every single creator at Marvel has always said that, their stories are a reflection of what is right outside our window. Stanley has always said, it doesn't matter your skin color or your race or religion or your gender. Like we're all part of the human race. Like how are you going to sit there and say that real world issues don't belong in comics or in TV or in movies? Like you haven't been paying attention. What rock have you been living under? Yeah, it, it all it all stems from that. You know, I'm a big believer that people are when they're when they can't understand something mm-hmm. or they're afraid of something, 
you know, they automatically go for the attack because they they can't bring themselves to to ask why or ask for for them to be like, hey, help me understand this. Mm-hmm. They just go ahead and just go for the attack. You know, it's 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 what's easy for them. And you know, ever since I was a kid in Puerto Rico, there's mm-hmm. a, a phrase that we will say jokingly in school, but it's like la envidia mata, like mm-hmm. envy kills. And a lot of these people, they're just so jealous that just envy consumes them. Mm-hmm. And what comes out is just spewful, hateful comments because that's the only way that their brain knows how to operate because they're just so absent-minded that they can't even begin to fathom to just to try to acknowledge or break down what the other person is saying. Yeah. I mean, just because it doesn't affect you directly doesn't mean it's not actually happening. It doesn't mean yeah. that it's not real. Like, I'm sorry, but racism is not a difference of opinion. This is not like, oh, I prefer chocolate over vanilla. No. No. No, exactly. Yeah, that's a difference of opinion. You know, I had this conversation with someone very close to my family and, you know, and they got very upset with me because I was defending gay rights, you mm-hmm. know, and they're like, you know, we, we raised you better than this. You know, you, we raised you in the church. And I'm like, and I said, listen, I am this many years old. And then that turned into, well, you know, you shouldn't be arguing with me. It's like, this is us having, it's not a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 me standing for what I believe in, and unfortunately, because you don't agree with it, I'm autom- autom- automatically the bad guy. A difference of opinion is me liking vanilla flan and you liking flan of cheese, like cheese flavor flan. Mm-hmm. That's a difference of opinion. Me saying that I welcome you know anyone from the gay community with open arms into my mm-hmm. house, and you you know. Being against that, that's not a difference of opinion. That's me being in the right and you being in the wrong. Yeah, there's a there's a very clear difference of right and wrong. And I can't stand when people try to use religion to excuse their bigotry and their hate. It's like, yep. no, no, no. You don't even know what the fuck you're reading in your little fairy tale book. Like, just stop. Like, if you're exactly. the type of person that uses something like skin color or ethnicity as a reason to hate someone you're not a quote-unquote christian you're a piece of shit like i can't stand this and not one not there's not one person on this earth that lives their life according to what their supposed precious bible says it's impossible it is impossible and how are we so sure that that's actually what the spaghetti monster in the sky has actually said who, who the hell was there? I wasn't there when it was written. None of us was there. Do you know how many times that Bible has been rewritten and translated? Exactly. Do you honestly think that in all that time that someone's not going to slip in their own ideals and be like, no, 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 that's what it says. You just, you, you didn't read that right. Like, yeah, so yeah, that's to... what it said. Like, people, it's so easy to put in, like, your own words and your own translation into things. Yeah, it's easy to just go ahead and do a, a highlight backspace. <laughs> and then just and then just control V, um, whatever you want in, into that narrative. Exactly. Like I said, I'm, it, it's it's people that that really frustrates me when they want to use that to fit their narrative on on all platforms, you know. And it's just like I said, especially these past couple of years, and it's just been so so open. And me as a father, I've you know, I'm very conscious. Of, of making sure that like my son, mm-hmm. you know, knows the importance of 
you know, of being open-minded, mm-hmm. you know, and, and being, you know, and, and having that support and, and let them know, listen, you know, you have it, you know, pretty well made, you know, but there's people out there that unfortunately do not have it like, like you do mm-hmm. be appreciative, but also go ahead and be a positive beacon. Now that you're young, that, that way, as you grow older, that, that beacon radiates even more and more and more. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's unreal to me. Just like it, they even said it in the show, you know, Sam saying, oh, but things are different now. And Isaiah's like, mm, is it really? Yeah. Is it really yeah. though? I don't know. It's, it hasn't changed that much. Um, and it's just, it, it's insane to me. Um, I think, I believe his real name is Julian. He's on TikTok as Straw Hat Goofy. He's on Instagram as Straw Hat Movies, I believe. He's he's amazing. Him and his homegirl, Jay Stoobs, who I also recommend that everybody follow on TikTok, Instagram, everything. She's like the comic girl geek. Love her. They have their own podcast now. It's called Geeks of the Week. We are a podcast that loves other podcasts, guys. Of course. (laughs) If you guys have suggestions or you know someone who has a really cool podcast that you think we should listen to, let us know. We'll shout you guys out. Also, if you guys have not listened to the Marvel Method, Method Man's podcast. Oh, my God. So good. God damn it. Get on it. He uh, released one. When was it? Uh, Two days ago, I believe, where he was talking to Chris Claremont. (sighs) Chris Claremont is (sighs) like the the architect when it comes to to X-Men. Like Mm -hmm. Chris Claremont made like set the foundation without Chris Claremont. There would have been no Jim Lee, mm-hmm. no Brian Michael Bendis. Like mm-hmm. Claremont made X what it is. Claremont made Wolverine into what it is. Oh my God. Claremont it is, is just it, genius. The Claremont run is arguably the absolute best run of the X-Men that you guys will ever read. If you ever need a starting point on where to go with X-Men, look for anything Chris Claremont did. He is the Absolutely. standard. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was reading last summer, I I was reading his entire run on the Marvel Unlimited app. Mm-hmm. And it's just so good. It's just so good. I mean, he's he's so great. Um, also, some friends of ours, Honestly Nerds, shout out to them. They also have their podcast. They do their movie and show reviews on YouTube. Um they go by Honestly Nerds. It's a group of guys and chicks, and they're on weekly. Um, they, I mean, they've been reviewing everything. They've yeah, done. It's, it's really good. Yeah, they've done uh, WandaVision. They've done Falcon Winter Soldier. They talked about the Snyder Cut. Um, their most recent reviews have been on the show Them on Amazon. Have you watched it? Yes, I watched the first three episodes, and it has the same vibe as... Lovecraft Countryhead, mm-hmm. uh, um, but without the sci-fi themes and more of just the horror themes. Okay. But man, it's difficult to watch. Like, there's been a few episodes, like the first, the second episode, I was like, damn, like this is tough to watch. But I mean, the cast is just insanely good and the writing is insanely good. But it it's it's not it, it's not an easy show to watch, but it's still very, very good. Yeah, I've been purposely staying away from it because I know it's going to invoke a lot of anger and rage 
um, it's going to turn me into my own version of John Walker and just want me to like, it's going to make me want to really rage <laughs> out on people. Um, I know my limits, so I stay away from it. Um, but yeah, if you guys want an in-depth review of the show, of people's personal stories um, of racism and bullying, um, go watch Honestly Nerds. A huge shout out to Kaneda for his bravery on sharing his his rough yes. path. Um, that was that was an amazing um, story that he shared. It's a, that that takes a lot. That takes a lot when you've when you've had that sort of trauma in your past and you've reached a point in your life where you're okay to talk about it. That says that that shows so much strength. So, so much love to him. It's so much respect. All of the guys on this podcast, on the YouTube channel showed so much support. I, I just, like, I just wanted to hug all of them. I'm like, Oh, you guys stop it. Face all wet. Was watching it at work. Totally the wrong time. <laughs> People are like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I just I just really wish that people understood. Like racism is not okay. Bullying people is not okay. Gaslighting people into thinking that they're wrong and feeling how they're feeling just because you haven't had personal experience with that particular type of trauma. No, no. If you don't understand something, just say you don't understand it. And then either walk away or make the effort to try to get some sort of handle on where someone's coming from. But if you're just an outright, hateful, racist, disgusting, bigoted person, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up and stay out of everybody else's way. Just shut the fuck up. Act like you got a mother and like she taught you if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Just shut the fuck up. Because then y'all get mad when you get the same hate back. Then all of a sudden y'all want to be offended. No. No. Um, I'm, I feel like the world is coming to a point where everyone's tired of it and we're going to start fighting back. Yeah, it's, it's going to get to that point. You know, for me, um, you know, I, I grew up most of my life in, in Puerto Rico. So like mm -hmm. high school, I went first grade through 11th grade was in Puerto Rico. So out, you know, small school, school in Puerto Rico is just one school, grades one through 12. Mm -hmm. um, classrooms are about 20 students, 23 students max. But we're, all, we're all Puerto Rican. And I took my last year of high school in Orlando. And it was the first time that I was like, with a diverse group of people like mm -hmm. i was with white black asian indian mm -hmm. and then i and then my first job which lasted 20 plus years was a sam's club <laughs> and there like for the first time i was interacting with like people of all races and colors you know so as a kid i never really experienced any sort of you know uh any sort of uh racism but until i moved to orlando and i started interacting with everybody and hearing their stories and me thinking shit like I never went through that in high school and you know mm -hmm. and seeing it firsthand the way the way especially in retail how certain people would treat other other people of color you know and 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 that's just like a not even an ounce of what actually happens 
and 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 to see that and then to when people have the nerve to say oh well you know racism isn't really a thing here in the u.s well, it, <laughs> what excuse me tell me you're a fucking moron without telling me you're a fucking <laughs> Ex- moron exactly i just yeah um i shit you're lucky i experienced racism at six years old Wow. <laughs> we i was born in jersey but we moved to puerto rico when i was one and we lived there till I was about six. And then, unfortunately, we moved to Florida. Um, and it was just, it was insane to me. Like, and it's kind of weird. Maybe it's an only child thing. I'm not sure. My shrink says that when you're an only child, you tend to grow up faster. So that could be part of it. Therapy works, guys. Um, <laughs> but it's like at six years old, I had an understanding of racism far beyond grown ass white men. Like, yeah. it, it, like I remember moving here and I was much darker then cause I was a little Island girl with dark Brown skin. I was always in the sun. I was always running around outside. That's Puerto Rico life. We were surrounded by the beach. What are you going to yeah, do? <laughs> um, I remember moving here and my father spoke English to me when I was little. My mom knew a little bit of English um, still spoke it with a very thick accent. We moved here from Puerto Rico, and because my dad is fair-skinned with hazel eyes, he was white-passing, he didn't really get looked at twice. My mother and I, however... Different being, story. Yeah, being darker, you know, my mother's very Taino-looking. She has, like, the brown skin, the jet-black hair. Yeah, and- I, I've, I've seen pictures of her on, on, on your social media. Yeah, yeah. that's my mama. Um, she looks straight up Taina. Like, that's you okay over there? <laughs> oh, yeah. my my phone was dropped, fell down, and I, and I had a panic attack. I was like, oh my god, did he fall? I can't get to you. Can't John get Walker. To you. John, John Walker. He's got breaking him. in. Run. <laughs> he heard you. Oh no. Oh shit. John Walker. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we, you know, I mean, I, you wouldn't know it to look at me now. I'm quite pale but you know what I was dark brown skin and people just assumed I guess the only Spanish-speaking people around here that they'd ever been around were Mexican so they just assumed that anybody who spoke Spanish was Mexican got it yeah and they didn't understand that Puerto Rico was an actual island in the Caribbean and that there were actual people that lived there they didn't understand that Mexican wasn't a language so at six years old I would always get like the kids in class like hey hey speak Mexican Speak Mexican. Say something in Mexican. And I would look at them like <laughs> with with the only look like the fuck is wrong with you? Like Mexican isn't a language. Yes, it is. You were just talking it now. No, it's called Spanish. I'm from yeah, Puerto I, Rico, I, not Mexico. It, 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 I'm from Puerto Rico, a commonwealth that's been owned by the United States since like uh-huh. the 1800s. Exactly. We fought in all of your world wars. Like, yeah, grab I am a, book. a citizen. I'm a citizen. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. I mean, furthermore, I was born in Jersey. Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> no, you know, but I, at I, six years old, having to tell people, like, Puerto Rico is an island. It's not Mexico. Mexico and Puerto Rico are different. Like, yeah. how does a six-year-old little girl know more than grown-ass men? Like, yeah. No, yeah, I get it. I, I had the same, something similar happened to me when I moved to Puerto Rico. And my first language was always English. And I learned Spanish. Mm-hmm. So, like... Um, people would hear me and my parents talk and they automatically thought like we were like 
like like they thought that we in our minds we thought we were better than everyone else because mm. we spoke english and like like you instead of saying stuff in spanish they would always say say things in english mm. how do you say this in english how do you say that in english mm-hmm. and being six was like this is too much pressure guys like i just want to talk about thundercats he-man <laughs> and drink malta india I don't, yeah it's I don't, like i'm not i'm not here for this bullshit of translating shit right it's like i don't even know all the words i'm sick yeah. what the hell i know i know this many words <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's like you know i knew right away and it's sad that at six years old you realize things yeah. like this or we would go to the store and i would notice how they would treat my mother because she spoke with an accent yeah. You know, I would notice how they would be like rude to her or very dismissive or very condescending. And at one point, I distinctly remember we used to live um, on Oak Ridge Road. I went to Sadler Elementary when I first moved here. And I remember going. To... Shout out Sadler Elementary. <laughs> um, I remember going into a store with my mom and the way the lady was speaking to my mother was so disgusting. Like, she was just being so condescending and so rude and so mean. And I looked at my mother's face. Like, she looked angry and hurt all at the same time. But she wouldn't show it because I was there. And I just, I went off on the lady. I was like, don't you talk like that to my mommy. You're mean. (laughs) And the lady looked so embarrassed. Manager comes running out like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But, you know, to make somebody feel that bad that their own child sees your disgusting, hateful, ignorant, uneducated stupidity. Yeah. For a little girl to have to be like, don't you talk like that to my mommy. You're being mean. You're being rude. Don't talk to her like she's stupid. You know, and that's always going to stick with me. And that's always like, that's always in the back of my mind. And that's also a reason why I tried so hard through elementary school, through high school, to speak without an accent. Okay. I tried really hard to get rid of it. I tried really hard to, quote unquote, not sound Spanish. Yeah. Um, Even though, and I'm glad that my parents did it. My parents were very much, you only speak Spanish in the house. Only Spanish in the house. Because they didn't want me to forget. Okay. That's good. You know, it's like you can you can speak whatever fucking language you want outside the house. Inside this house, only Spanish all the time. But it made me like, you know, it made me so aware of how people see people of a different race, of a different ethnicity, of a different background, of a different skin color. Like y'all just assume that we're stupid mm-hmm. because we have an accent. Like, first of all, <laughs> people who speak more than one language have a higher IQ naturally. We have yeah. that ability. Yeah, and you, like, you know, and that's something that you see. Like I said, I mean, my my twenty plus years before was retail since I stopped working for Sam's Club, and you really see that a lot. You know, especially um, working like I, I I was a manager for the Sam's Clubs in Orlando and Kissimmee, and of course, there's going to be a large group of Hispanic people, mm-hmm. and you know the amount of complaints that I will get from people saying. I need you to do something because they were talking Spanish. It's like, mm-hmm. well, that's their common language. I can't do anything about that. Yeah. Um, or let's just say I was helping someone and they were speaking to me in Spanish and someone next to that person would say something like, oh, this is America. You got to speak English. This one guy said that and the guy talking to me in Spanish turned around in perfect English and let him have it in the most profound way 
smartest way. He didn't use any curse words, mm -hmm. but the way he said it, he goes, sir, do you realize that I have a doctorate in <laughs> this, this, and this? And that my first language is Spanish. And I learned, and he goes, how many languages do you speak? And how many doctors do you have? And I pulled the Zemo. I just backed away. Mm -hmm. I was yep. like, wow. And I just, I was like, go ahead. I mean, he, you. It just you, makes you want to do that slow clap, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's like you, he, the guy looked at me. I'm like, you open this can of worms. Go ahead and deal with him. Mm -hmm. The and, fact it, that it, people it, think that, that English is the American language. Um, actually, it's not colonizers it's not exactly. it's not i just i it just you know people don't realize people just don't realize how wrong they are it's like if you would pick up a history book not written by a white person pick up a history book written by someone who actually knows what really happened and this is the sad part about the education in this country also i didn't actually learn who Christopher Columbus really was I don't think until I was 20 years old and I had to take a Latino studies class, which that alone is, I mean, it's mistitled. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that I, I just, but it took having to take a separate class outside of high school to know the actual history of things that happened in this country Things that happened in Dominican Republic, in Cuba, yeah. in Puerto Rico, in Mexico, in Colombia. Like, I just, the things that kids are not being taught is horrendous. And as this kid, is why other countries think that Americans are so damn stupid, because we yeah. are. Yeah, as a kid in third grade in Puerto Rico, we're singing this nursery song and how amazing Christopher Columbus is. <laughs> <laughs> and how he, had like, how, and then flash forward to... My adult years, I'm like, oh, wait a second. This guy wasn't as nice or good as, no. as they, they would talk about him when I was in third grade. He was a murderer and a rapist and a slave owner and an abuser and a dirty sack of shit that didn't fucking bathe that brought disease. Like, what? How are people honoring this? Like, yeah, you know, absolutely not. Columbus. Fuck you and, and your Nina, your Pinta, and your Santa Maria. Dumbass don't even know where the fuck you're at. You can't even yeah, stop you... to ask directions, you piece of shit. Dumbass. Ugh. Idiot. <laughs> this ain't India, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, it, it was amazing to me how much we're not taught, how much we don't know. And it's amazing to me the homegrown ignorance of the people, of the white people in this country. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it truly uh, is just, it truly is homegrown, you know, ignorance. And this past year, like I said, I think this past year with the election and, and everything with COVID, the election, everything, mm -hmm. it really opened a lot of people's eyes to see just how vile yes. people are, especially people that you've known for years. Like I've yeah. had to, I've had to like cut friendships that I've known for years mm -hmm. due to the fact that not just COVID related, but just how racist these people were inside, like deep inside there's racism. And it was just, it was just a let out. And mm -hmm. I was like, wow, disappointing. How disappointing to think that, you know, I thought of you a certain way and to see your true colors, yeah. you're disgusting, you're disgusting person. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Fuck you and your mother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, same. I, I've had to cut so many people off. The innate, just the the inherent ignorance and hate 
and racism that spewed out of these people like a volcano just I just couldn't believe it I'm like why god why are you even allowed to breathe like get out of here like oh my god just do everybody a favor and disappear please no, yeah. just just go yeah. away <laughs> just yep. dig a hole jump in it and stay there that's it there's no room for negativity uh, you know me and my family we believe in three things we believe in black lives matter we believe in science and we believe in in, in love and if and if you have an issue with any one of those three then adios goodbye mm-hmm. sayonara go mm-hmm. fuck yourself exactly same same and if uh if you are one of these people, I don't, I don't know why you would be listening to us in the first place. But if you are, you can go ahead and stop. We're fine. We, yeah. we don't, we don't need your listenership. If you're a fucking racist, if you're a Trump supporter, if you're a bigot, if you're homophobic, transphobic, xenophobic, if you think it's okay for cops to randomly kill people at will, n- yeah, you can, you can go ahead and jump right the fuck off. Yeah, we don't need your bullshit. Yeah, you, you you can go bye bye. We we don't need you. We don't want you. Um, and if the only reason why you're sticking around is because you're bored and you're trying to think of something clever to say, I can guarantee you, I have you beat, and I'll make you cry. So just don't, just don't. All right. And exactly, on don't because she can and she will <laughs> in a most epic way and in, in, in a Thanos level way. <laughs> you don't want my snap. All right. No. Nope. What my snap? You will turn to dust. I guarantee you. And also, I, I'll probably get you fired because I'm yeah. great at that. I've become really great at that lately, and I enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoy it. I will ruin your life. So, she's Thanos. You're Hulk on Thor's ship, and and <laughs> she will kick. She will kick your ass. Don't do it. Just don't. Like, there, there's no room for it. This is not. We are not our ancestors. We are not. And that applies to anyone who is Asian, Black, Indigenous, gay, straight, trans, bi. I don't care. We're not, we're not standing for it. We're not staying shut. We're fighting back. Yeah. Um, I have a brand new taser that needs breaking in. I've just sharpened my knife. And I got a refill for my mace. So. There you go. There you go. And so it's a win-win, guys. It's a win-win for, for for all of you guys. Just know that we will go ahead. We have you here. We support you. And those that aren't about that lifestyle, then go fuck off. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we'll go ahead and we'll find, you know, there's other people that will appreciate us, that enjoy our values. And that those of you that do enjoy our values, know that you have a family here with the Stay Nerdy Podcast. Forever and ever. Forever and ever and ever. Forever and ever. Don't make us sing because we suck. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I think uh, we got our message across. I don't think there's a need for unpopular opinions. That's, that was our unpopular opinion. My unpopular opinion is punk-ass bitches <laughs> that are full-on racist or, or say they're not racist, but say shit like, oh, but do you think it happened because he was this color or that? Or, or that race, you know what? That's that's racist. So go go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, sideways without Vaseline. Yeah, <laughs> on a hot on a hot summer day in the hottest place of all of Florida, the outside of the Orlando airport. Mm-hmm. Well said. <laughs> we need that on a t-shirt. Hashtag Jable. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, 
Um, we have gone above and beyond and way past our time. Uh, so if you're with us, stick with us. If you're new, welcome. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, share, follow. Uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram at the Stay Nerdy Podcast. Yeah. And if you have any suggestions, questions, comments, hit us up on our email at jandablepod at gmail.com and tune in next week for your next dose of the stay nerdy podcast fuck you john walker i'll see you (laughs) see you guys see you guys next week stay nerdy friends stay nerdy